This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. Just great. So we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday at 1 p.m. on WPHT Talk Radio. If you have any questions about commercial, residential mortgages, any kind of real estate questions, give us a call. I got a few good questions this week. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We've been here for 15 years just answering all your questions and keeping you informed. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. New topic. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And our mortgage mom topic today is... Is what? It's going to be part two from silent to Gen Z, how each generation is buying homes. And we did this part one last week, so stay tuned for part two. A lot of great information. Yeah, that was a good segment, especially about the silent generation. (laughs) That was a great name for them. Um, We also have questions. So when you sue a realtor, are you suing the agent or the company? Hmm. Next question is, when selling a house, can you provide the financing yourself for the buyer? That's a good one. Next question is, a divorced mom pays mortgage. She wants to get title in her name. What does she have to do? Last question is, considerations other than the offer in real estate bidding war, they took a lower offer, and it was a lawyer of a trust. Mm. Please advise. I got a good story for you on that one. So, Mark, we also have our topic of the day, buying points to counteract this inflation. Really? This is a good strategy. I talked to somebody about this yesterday. Yeah. we. I have a fabulous presentation that we're going to be Hitting the market with, which is just knowing your numbers. So I'm going to go over that next week. So make sure you tune in next week at 7 o'clock to hear the Mortgage Mom topic. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. 
The motivational quote is a little different this week. In my many years, I have come to the conclusion that one useless person is a shame, two is a law firm, and three or more is Congress. There you go. Had to get that in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm tired of these guys, man. Do something. That's <laughs> so where are we at. So, Mark, we're up to the market report. And there is Frank's bell. Well, the mortgage rates might be sky high. Many say this is, is still we're still in a seller's market. We're not we're alone and having expected numbers of home sales to go up. A lot of people expected that that would lead to price weakness, but that hasn't happened. But if you have a place you want to go, time it's time to make a move, especially if you don't have a mortgage and you have cash to buy because there's trillions of dollars out there in equity for example, but it's not a bad time to sell. In fact, it's a great time to sell. Inventory is low, meaning there are fewer homes on the market and buyers have fewer options. But remember, it only takes two offers for a bidding war. So, you know, if you put something on the market in our area, I'm pretty sure you're going to get a lot of showings. And I'm curious, I've seen a few people advertising open houses on uh, Facebook on Sunday. I was wondering how many people showed up. However, if the inventory remains low, the market still favors the seller, and that's going to continue for a while because demand still favors them. Remember, you know, if you're unsure about selling at the moment, it doesn't hurt to be prepared for the time when you feel right. Now, the key to that low line is feel because <laughs> most people don't understand what's really going on. That's why we're the only real estate in Philly. I don't know where these people get their real estate information. Take the necessary steps to declutter, make minor changes, major re or major repairs, have the property freshly painted, professionally cleaned, and if needed, staged if you're going to sell, so get prepared. Now, using the forecast, now there's tons of experts out there. Forecasts are simply predictions for the future, and they can be wrong, and for better or worse, and a lot of times they are wrong which is why many experts say they should be used as a tool, but not the gospel. Predictions are exercises in pattern reading. More buyers plus fewer sellers equals higher prices. And that's what we've been saying for a long time. Prices are not coming down in Pennsylvania and a lot of places around the country. While those underlying patterns often point the way, they can easily get sidetracked by unforeseen events. Events like COVID, like nobody's seen that coming. COVID pandemic is a perfect example of how markets completely be disrupted by outside forces, despite recent but pre-event data suggesting a different course. Our advice is always to buy when one is ready. When one finds a home that fits their needs, the non-financial value of real estate is not to be underestimated. Being happy in a home of your dreams how do you put a price on that? That's priceless. And you know what, and, Mark? People have to understand that a mortgage is a tool. It's a, it's a solution. It's right. just a tool. And it's not forever. Right. The average life of a mortgage is six or seven years. So if you buy something today at seven or under, which my topic today is about a little bit about that, you're going to get the refi. Things will change and they'll come back down. Market timing is an elusive concept. When one lever moves in the direction of buying, the other lever moves against buying. Our advice is always to buy when one's ready and one finds the home that fits their need. 
The non-financial value of real estate is not to be underestimated. You know, this is the first step to creating wealth. And this 48% of Philly that I keep talking about that's renting, they're all, I was reading an article recently about how landlords are planning to raise the rents in 24. Because they can. Three, three to 5% because right now it is a landlord market. And when you got 48% of people willing to pay your mortgages for you, why not? Yeah. Mark, <laughs> Tell and us you know, about, next, next week on my topic it is going to be know your numbers. And people don't understand that since 1971 to today, what do you think the average interest rate is on a 30-year fixed? 7 to 8%. 7.74% yep. since 1971. And- and people, the amount of equity that they're receiving on their property right now is averaging 5.8% a year. So yep. even if you pay on a $400,000 house, that's $23,000. Even if you pay $15,000 over asking, you're still ahead. Right. Within two years, it's a wash. I mean, and, and then it goes, you get into a city like Philly, by that has tons of neighborhoods, you could be down in Fishtown or Lower Kensington and appreciating at almost 10%. Yeah. Because in Philly, it's by neighborhood. Right. Like my yeah, neighborhood right. in Fox Chase is around 6.7%. It's appreciating. Yeah. It's not going down, it's going up. Yeah. All right. So, so we're tell looking, us about the rates. You're looking at rates today at 30 year fixed is going to be 7.75%. Your 15 <laughs> year is going to be 6.875. Your 30 year FHA is at 7.25%, along with your 30 year VA at 7.25%. Now, keep in mind, okay, these rates are based on your FICO score, how much you're putting down, and the day that we got them, which since today's Saturday, these rates are from Friday. So you yeah, have to keep so. that in mind. 7.7%. I mean, this president is brutal and this Fed is out of control. They should stay behind the curtain and be quiet. I don't want to hear the Fed on the news every three, four days. <laughs> no. Stay quiet. All right. So, so don't worry about the rates. It's temporary. What do you do? You marry the house and you date the rate. The rate. That's right, man. You know, some dates are pretty short. So. But again, the rates aren't high. <laughs> the rates aren't high. We're in the average. Yeah, I'll be dropping that broad at 7.7. 7. <laughs> the, the rates were at 2 and 3% because the country was in a crisis. Yeah, we're still in a crisis. This guy's the, I don't know. All right, anyway. <laughs> I'm not saying anymore. Anyway. All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. 
If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD all positive all the time. So where are you at, Dan? <laughs> I just saw the punchline. Sorry, I was laughing already. We are up to your funny story. So this family bought a house out in the country, and it went and it had a horse barn. So their parents were promising to buy a, port, a horse for their little son. Little Johnny attended a horse auction with his father, he watched his father move from horse to horse, running his hands up and down the horse's legs and rump and chest. After a few minutes, Johnny asked, Dad, why are you doing that? His father lies because when, you, when you're buying the horses, you have to make sure that they're healthy and in good shape before you buy. And Johnny looked worried and he said, Dad, I think the UPS guy's trying to buy Mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Send me some jokes. We oh need some jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm up to 978. <laughs> the barrel's about a quarter full. Oh, my God. <laughs> so right. now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage. And our topic today is part two from the silent generation to the Zen Z to the millenniums and how each generation is buying homes. All right. Well, again, you totally screwed up the topic, but that's okay. The point. The no, point I didn't. Yes, I'm reading did. it. Okay. <laughs> so we. This is part two. We did part one uh, last week. We talked about the silent generation. We talked about the baby boomers, and just right. just to regress just for a minute, the silent generation. These were people that tended to rely heavy on trust and established relationships. They preferred to meet face-to-face in communication, and they might need a little bit more personal attention than the other generations. And that's sad because that's so lacking right now. Yep. And there are people from World War II and the Depression. They're, they're real old. Yeah. And it's, and it's a shame because those people are the greatest people to talk to. Everyone else, they don't really care. They just give me the facts and let me move on. The baby boomers, although comfortable with technology, the baby boomers may still prefer phone calls over texts. 
and they, they value experience and credentials and appreciate a realtor who can provide detailed market analysis. So that's where you fit in, right, Mark? Or are you the silent generation? No, I'm a boomer, but you know, <laughs> you also have the personalities like the Dr. D, Dr. Ray talks about, and the majority of the population are S's and C's, and they want detail. Correct. All right. Then we had our generation um, X, where the Gen Xers, and they're typically well versed in technology, but still value personal communication. They value a realtor who is flexible and responsive across various communication platforms from emails to phone calls which they do all at the same time just so you don't miss their call millennials or the tech savvy millennials prefer quick and direct communication like an email and a text and they expect transparency throughout the entire home buying process and then we're up to our generation z and these are buyers that expect to use technology throughout the home buying process they prefer communication via text and appreciate a realtor who can effectively use social media and other digital platforms to provide relevant information. So they're the ones that also want to have everything uploaded into the system and, and whatnot. But so the Generation Z are the newest homeowners. So low mortgage rates during 2020 and 2021 basically gave the Generation Z and again, that's that's born between 1997 and 2012. But it gave these buyers an opportunity to still become homeowners. But they are buying homes faster than their parents did. And they also might benefit from the wealth transfer from the baby boomers in terms of getting a gift from parents um, as a down payment or even actually the home itself where you, know, you have generations that are gifting all the equity that's in a home because some of these generations actually want to live in the house that they grew up in and they can literally have everything that's gifted to them the equity that's in the property all the closing costs they come to the table with a pen and the house is theirs so we enjoy working with the younger generation because they're tech savvy they do their homework and they're usually ready to make a decision so we worked with 220-somethings through the process of their first home during COVID. And, you know, we would put offers in and we'd lose out. And eventually we partnered, you know, with a lender that, that was local, like myself, which could get the actual deal accepted because people don't realize what kind of weight that has. Um, but they're, par- they're actually purchasing a starter home anywhere from 19 to 20 to 21 years old. And they're going back in, looking for that rental income, looking to do those um, duplexes or triplex. And then they're also getting engaged a little bit earlier. So the key to this is that people are looking for a lot of different options right now with these Gen Z new homeowners because of the Airbnbs that are taking place. So you have to remember, no matter what generation you're actually in, you still have to do your homework. And it's about the relationship. No two people are the same and no two transactions are the same. And I think a lot of agents, you know, want to push, you know, into the AI because they're afraid of what's going to come out now. Right. We're finding a lot of people are doing their marketing that way. They're doing their scripts that way. And. And the younger generation is okay with that. But when you're looking at the millennials 
and you're looking at the silence, the baby boomers, Generation X, they're not happy with that process. They still want to have a little bit of that communication. I mean, just like you and I, Mark, we're constantly reaching out to our clients, having conversations, finding out what the most important thing to talk about is. Um, But again, just going back, no matter what the generation is, it's still about the relationship. And we can't forget about that going through all of this. So as the generations fade out, there's going to be the new real estate and we have to be on board for it. Um, And you know what? In reality, most of them, the millennials, the Gen Xers, in the end, though, they, they might do a bunch of research online. But in the end, they're very cautious. And that's why they always end up hiring a real estate agent. These ads on TV uh, with some of these new companies, and you don't need a realtor, and you just buy your house. and Yeah, that sounds really good. But that's not the way it works. Once you get into the deal and the pending stage, it gets a little complicated. And and you and I guarantee you, those people are not answering the phone all the time. Right. That's why you need to need use somebody like you for mortgages, somebody like me for an agent. So there's a relationship and you know, knowledge who, and experience. How are you going to ask me a complicated question on a text? Are you going to text me <laughs> three pages? You start doing that to me. I call you. Right. I mean, it's just you know, and then the problem gets solved because. And then the worst thing, it's the most dangerous way to communicate. And I think, uh, uh, my personal opinion is, I think AI is going to put a lot of realtors out of the business. Without a doubt. Because they're going to start depending on that, and they're not going to talk to people. And our business is about relationships, and the conversation is the relationship. I'm telling you, if I was buying another house and somebody just kept texting me, I would think I'm with the wrong wrong age. Right. But- that's how realtors get referrals too, because if you don't have a relationship with somebody that you're working with, you can't refer anybody. And and that's ninety no. percent of my business is. And when I teach when I teach the zero to twenty million dollar coaching session in all my classes, I tell the buyers, the eight, the new students, there's two calls you got to make a week. You make five or ten calls to your database daily, and you don't ask them to buy or sell. You just give them information about the real right. estate market, and then you say the magic word, I need your help. If you run into anybody looking to buy a commercial residential property, would you call me? And they all say yes. The other call that you make, if you have a listing, you call them weekly. And if you have a buyer that's pending, you call them weekly. Because when they're in the pending stage or listing, they are walking billboards. And that's all they talk about is real estate. So if you call up Mr. Pending Buyer and say, let me, can I, you know, I just called you, let you know, everything's, the ants doing a great job. We got the appraisal. Why I got you on the phone? Have you run anybody, ran into anybody in the last week that's looking to buy or sell right. commercial residential property? And I guarantee if you say, I need your help, the magic words, they'll send you leads. Sure. If you text them that, they're probably not going to do it. No, exactly. Exactly. But stay tuned next week for Mortgage Mom topic because it's about knowing your numbers and it's about knowing that this is the best time to buy. And I'm going to tell you why. It is. All right. So we're going to take a commercial break. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back with the questions. 
Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So where are we at, the end? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. Got some good ones from the audience this week. All right. The first question is, when you so, when you sue a realtor, we're both tongue-tied today. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been those Bloody Marys we had before we went to the studio yeah. to record. Formosa. <laughs> Anyway, question number one is when you sue a realtor, are you suing the agent or the company? Back in the day, when I first got my license, they used to sue the broker. And then- 1892? (laughs) And now, now that's why a lot of agents, I tell them to get legal shield too, because now these these lawyers use the shotgun approach and they sue the broker, the agent, the agent personally, uh, they'll sue the franchise- I remember I was involved with one with Keller Williams. They sued Gary Keller. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a message from him like, get me off of this thing. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I'm in Texas. Right. Yeah, well, you know, that's the shotgun approach to see who has money. But, you know, you first of all, you want to avoid court at all costs. Most contracts have mediation in them. So that's a cooling down period. So unless it's something really grievant that you're definitely – but if you have a contract that mediation is not waived, in a lot of states, it's like that now. You are accepting mediation. you got to go through the mediation process before you sue. Otherwise, you can waste a bunch of money and hire a lawyer because they're going to take your case if they think you can win or not because the magic number is two grand for an attorney. You give them 2000 and they'll file a suit. And then you'll get a court date a couple months out and you show up. And then the judge will say, did you mediate? And everybody will look at one another and say, no. Well, then you got to go mediate. And if you're not happy with that, then you can come back and see me. And eight months later, you're not happy with the mediator and you go back to court again. And here you go. Now we waste like a year or so and everybody's life's in turmoil. I, be, I, I like to rather 
get everybody in a room, try to split the baby and patch it up and avoid going to court. Nobody wins in court except the lawyers. You know? Agreed. Really. What's the next one? The next question is, when selling a house, can you provide the financing yourself for the buyer? Yeah, you can. And this is a good idea. And if you know somebody like commercial deals, I've done a lot of commercial deals like this, where usually in commercial, they want 20, 25% down. And the guy that wants to buy the place can't, he, you know, he can't come up with 25% right. down or 20% down. And I'll tell the seller, listen, do you need all this money all at once? Like I'm really ticked off about a local business that sold him Fox Chase that I think somebody else should have gotten. And the, and the owner kept saying, I want all the money up front. I said, why do you need all the money up front? And he ended up selling it with a 10-year note to somebody. And my guy, he could have held the note for two years. Now my guy would have had two-year tax returns, and he would have been out of it in two years, not 10 years. So how you how this works, if I want to sell my house to my son or something, I could hold the note, go to a title company, have a mortgage created, run the title so he doesn't have anything bad, and I provide a mortgage. And he pays me a mortgage every month until he gets to a certain point where he buys me out. Right. And what's the big risk? I, you know. Let them pay the taxes, all the utilities, everything, and send me a check every month. And what? And the worst scenario is they stop paying you, and you take the house back. You kept all that money, and you resell it again. But it's a good. There's many things that you can do in real estate that a lot of people are not aware of. There's a lot of that, creative you know, financing you can do. Yeah, and and that's one of them. You hold the note. So. What's the next one? The next question is a divorced mom pays the mortgage and she wants to get title in her name. What does she have to do? Well, I'm surprised that they went through the whole divorce and didn't take care of this at that point. And so now they might have to revisit the court about this because they should have cleared that up at the divorce hearings of what a divorced mom pays the mortgage and she wants to get so the so, house is in her name but the house is in both names apparently and she wants yeah, to ex off the house but that they should have did that at the divorce settlement but i guess yeah they there's, just there's not enough information because yeah, this could be a complicated issue but apparently somehow they went yeah. through a divorce and left both names on the title and now they because the mortgage is well, both names, it could even though the mom's paying. It could be that she doesn't qualify on her own for the mortgage, so they left it just that way. But if she wants to get on title, you can add right. anybody to the title. She just has to go to a title company um, and make sure that if if the ex is still on there, that he's in agreement, and she signs. She gets added and to the title. And that's the key. He has to agree. Yeah. And yep. that's like that's when we talk about uh, uh, estates and siblings, getting everybody right. to agree. What's the next one? Right, and having all your paperwork in order at all right. times. That's why you need legal last, shield for stuff like that. Yep. The next question is considerations other than the offer in a real estate bidding war. They took a lower offer, and it was a lawyer of a trust. Yeah, now this one sounds a little fishy to me because usually when there's a lawyer involved, they take the highest number. 
So if it's $25 higher than the other offer, most of the time the lawyer will take that extra 25 bucks because he's he's representing the trust. Now, in this case, it was like $20,000 difference. So that makes me a little suspicious. There's something fishy went on with this attorney that somebody else, either he or somebody else, had their eye on this property. Now, it's not illegal yeah. in a regular real estate transaction that, say, maybe, I'll give you a quick example. Some investor wants to buy some older person's house, and he's going to tear it down and build a new house. And some family wants to buy the house, and this seller wants the family to move in. And the investor offers 50 over full price, but the seller wants the family to the have family the to house. Have yeah. That's not discrimination. They're, you're allowed to do that. But you're allowed to but pick when, you But want. when there's I mean, a lawyer involved with a trust, he should be taking the highest amount. That one, I need a little more information, but that one sounds fishy. It sounds like the lawyer bought it. Yeah. And if he did, so, that's unethical. Well, and unethical versus illegal, you know, are two completely different things. I have a client that just wanted to buy the house across the street, which is a duplex. He had been mowing the lawn, taking care of the house. He finds out that the seller wants to sell it. They come up with a number and the seller says, you know what? It was an older person. I'm not really comfortable doing all of this on my own. Gets the realtor, right? Calls the realtor to be able to be just like a transaction coordinator type of person. Transactional agent. Yeah. And the agent ended up buying the house. Right under from the neighbor. And he took an ethics course too, I bet. Right? <laughs> he bought it. Yeah, he bought the house right from under him. See, I'd be going, I would be doing something about that. I'd sue that agent, that broker. You can't. It's not illegal. It's very unethical and something, I don't know. Yeah, just didn't care. And the seller, and they still, now they paid a commission, whereas before they weren't paying a commission. The realtor charged them a commission. Anyway. It's been a great well, I would week. not work with that weirder. <laughs> Ever again. All right, question number five. Can my HOA, which your which is your homeowners association, approve only certain vendors for a fence installation? Yeah, basically the answer is yes. Sometimes these associations will give out list of approved vendors by use, the yeah. HOA. Now you could get somebody approved if you go to the damn meetings, which most people don't, and don't, say, right? listen, I have a really good guy, and he seems cheaper, and his, I've seen his work. I'd like to have him added to the list. you know. But sometimes these HOAs and condo associations, you know, cousin uh, Vinny is one of the fence guys, you know? Right. That's like some of the town. But it's like, like some of the townships with the. You got to use these inspectors, and right. you know, a little collusion. But it also comes down to insurance and licensing, and they want to make sure, you know, that everything is on the up and up. Well, but, part of that yeah, question they, was that the person they want to use was all bonded and approved and had all the licenses, and they want uh, to use okay. them because they were giving them a better price, but they weren't on the list. They had a list of five. There's always a list. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark. Come, somebody coming up next is going to be our topic of the day: buying points to counteract this inflation. This is going to be a good topic, and it's really important. So stay tuned and get your pen right, and paper right. out. 
So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is buying points to counteract this inflation. And I just talked to, I got a few clients right now, and I've been talking to them about this because the rates are up a little bit. They're nervous about the rates, but this can help. What does paying discount points mean? Paying a discount point means you are prepaying on the interest up front on your mortgage. You're basically paying to lower your interest rate. On average, paying a point or 1% of your loan amount lowers your interest rate about 0.25%. Also, it could take over six to seven years to recoup your expenses of paying that point doing the math, but I don't think it would take that long with the way we're appreciating on your monthly savings versus the upfront expense that you paid. Let's think about that in the current market situation. Many analysis are forecasting interest rates to slowly decline. Hopefully you're right. I got that date, December 15th in my calendar. (laughs) Uh, Fannie Mae forecast highs, fives, sixes, and you know, who knows what's going to happen. The crystal ball mortgage bankers, and the National Association of Realtors are forecasting 30, 30 year fixed rates at some at 5.8% in the last quarter of 23. So they're they're with you. <laughs> Mortgage interest rates share a relationship with inflation as inflation drops, interest rates drop, rates follow. When paying points to lower your interest rate, you're basically betting against interest rates declining. And again, in this market, it seems like it isn't maybe the best bet, but who knows? You know, there's too many, there's a lot of experts out there, but this is still a good strategy because 
it's a good time to buy. Even though these rates are up a little bit, th- people don't know their history. I mean, in the 80s, we were, we were paying 13 to 19% interest rates. I My first house was 14. I was happy as hell because I wasn't 18. Sure. However, there could be a scenario where you're paying points might make sense. For example, if you're pre-qualified months ago and the rates were around six and now you find your home updating a rate around seven, this could affect your eligibility to qualify since your debt-to-income ratio was calculated using the monthly payments that was generated with a rate in a 6% range. In this case, you may be able to buy your rate down by purchasing a point or two and getting your rate from the sevens back down to the sixes, which increases your purchasing power and lowers your monthly payment. So it's important to work closely with people like Deanne from Green Tree Mortgage with trusted mortgage professionals who can help you guide you in the right direction. I mean, if with all the equity out there, and we're talking trillions of dollars of equity, you know, you buy, you could maybe buy three or four points and really lower your interest rate. And you're going to make it up in the appreciation anyway. Like if you did something in my neighborhood that's appreciated at 6.7% and you buy a few points, it's not going to take that long to recoup that money. So they will help you make that most educated decision and give you a full understanding of all your options to help weigh out the pros and cons of paying discount points. Now, that whole thing goes back to your topic. Now, what are the chances that the Gen Zs, the Millennials, and the Gen Xers have any clue about that? No. Yeah, zero. Because nobody's talking to them about that stuff. The media's not talking about that stuff. We're the only radio show in Philly on real estate. So unless you hear it here, I don't know where you're getting this information. They're, and if all the, they're getting is doom and gloom. And if the realtors are not calling you up and explaining things like to this to you like two, three times a year and being your real estate agent for life and keeping you informed, I don't know how you how you would never even this scenario would never even cross your mind. You would just say, Oh, the rates are close to seven, I can't buy. Well, wait a minute. There is there's a solution to this problem. You got a ton of equity. Like I talked to somebody the other day, they only owe like 13 grand on their whole house. Ton of equity. Buy points, lower that next purchase. And then five, six years from now, when the rates are back down to four or five, you refi. And you're in good shape again. What's your comments on it? I agree. I mean. (laughs) Well, I figured you would agree. (laughs) Well, no, because again, you go to the average interest rate at seven point seven four percent, and and this is going to be my topic next week. If if the house are appreciating at five point five point eight percent every year on a four hundred thousand dollar house, that's twenty three thousand dollars, okay? And you're paying, let's say, in the sevens, your mortgage payment is two hundred and fifty dollars more a month, which is three thousand dollars, okay? You're spending three to get twenty. I'll do that all day long. Right. If you said you were going to give me $20,000 and I had to give you three, right? We're going to be like an ATM. I'm going to keep doing it. And the other thing is people don't realize that they're not going to make two mortgage payments. Put those mortgage payments in the bank. Take the $250 a month extra that it's costing you out of that earmarked money for the two payments that you weren't going to make 
It's a win-win. You can wait 46 months until you have to refinance because you put that money in the bank and it's sitting there for you. Yeah, my realtor, when I was at 14... There's a whole strategy. My realtor, when I was at 14%, never even mentioned this to me. Like, I would have bought some points and got down maybe at 12 or something. Who knows? And they're tax deductible. Yeah, I don't understand it. All right. All right. Great topic. We could spend hours on that. See, we need advice. Right if now, you want to sell your house and you want some advice on that, call me. 267-266-5501 or call Deanne. <laughs> she'll, she'll give you a plan. It's still a good time to buy. It's a great time to buy. All right. We are up to our segment with Asking Dr. A. And today we're going to talk about buyer's fear and anxiety in today's market. Hi, Dr. Abelson. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are the two of you guys? We're good. We're doing great. So this topic, so, you know, you talk about all the different personalities. We just did that series on the DDI and yes, and their thing with and, infl- risk. and their risk with the inflation. So tell us about this buyer fear and anxiety that buyers are feeling. That happens mostly with people who are S's and C's, okay, because they're more reluctant to do anything, do anything that's a change anyhow. So when that's the situation, what you need to do is you just need to look at what you're giving up by staying where you're at right now. Why are you thinking of, of leaving? Why are you not going to leave? What, what's causing the anxiety? Are you, is, is, is it time to downsize? Would it pay for you to downsize? A lot of people are having their kids go to college or their kids moving out of the house and they don't need these large houses anymore. They just need something much smaller. And usually what happens is the reason people don't want to move, especially considering what's going on for the last 10 years or 15 years or so is interest rates were so low and now they're so high compared to what they were. Uh, but uh, we, we all remember when they were like 12 or 13 or 14 or 15 or 16 percent yeah, a long time ago. We were just talking right. about that in the 80s. We were just talking about that, Dr. A, that since 1971, the, the average interest rate is 7.74 percent. Yeah. Right. And, and, and now it's back to that and everybody is frozen. You know, so it's it. Right. The, the, just remember, uh, just because you're buying something and financing it now doesn't mean you can't refinance really it. And a lot of times the mortgage people, and you know this, Dan, better than any of us on this call, you know, uh, you know, will we'll negotiate and do certain things because they're dying right now, too. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting time to buy um, because things aren't really moving. Then you have an advantage with the person who is, is selling. So there's all kinds of advantages you can have uh, as an individual in the home right now. Again, keeping in mind that when interest rates come down, you can refinance. There's also all kinds of different refinancing types of strategies, you know, as, as far as, as far as getting fixed or getting variable. And, and you can always find another mortgage lender to work with you. Uh, if you want to change programs, if you, if the interest rates comes down and, and all those types of things. So that, so if you're paying X thousands of dollars a month and you want to downsize, it definitely pays to downsize now, even with the higher interest rates. It, it just doesn't make sense not to. But people who are especially S's and C's have to get through their fear and the anxiety regarding doing it because they don't like change. They don't like the uncertainty that the current markets bring. Yeah, and the S's and C's, you know, 
they they're not they don't make snap decisions and when they're fearful they're very cautious and their big question is why why should i do it and and that needs to be explained and we were talking earlier about these real estate agents with the texting and the ai I mean, you're not going to explain all that in a text. Exactly. No, we have to get back to the to the to the old, you know, tried and true, and that is people are people, and relationships are how you sell real estate. Right. So it's it's really important to to keep that in mind. And so, if you're working with with somebody who's an SRC, what is the plan? Say to them, "Hey, I'm not going to leave you once I help you buy this house." I'm there. I'm your agent. I want to keep working with you. And if you need some help finding a mortgage you know, a, a year or two from now, call me. I'm here for you, you know, type of thing. So so it's a great time to, to enhance and to go along and, and try to reestablish relationships instead of doing all the social media stuff that doesn't have anything to do with emotion and doesn't have real stuff to do with, with relationships. So if people are interested. And maybe next week talk about the seller. Okay, we'll do that. If you're interested, just contact me at uh, Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at A-B-E-L-S-O-N.net. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Right, very good. Thank you, Dr. Appreciate Abelson. It. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609 605 71 And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week and our sponsors for keeping us on the air. In fact, we have room for a couple of sponsors if you want to join our team here at Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We hope you tune in every week. We'll keep you informed. You can listen to this show, past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, also at WPHT's website. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All, all positive, positive, all, all the, the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.